now, The Whole Home Show with Tony Joe on CFAX 1070. Hey there, everyone. Welcome to another episode of The Whole Home Show. I'm Tony Joe. I'm your host here every week, and we bring you tips, education, information, and all things home-related. If you are in the real estate market looking to buy or sell your home or looking uh, to modify, do renovations, uh, do some home improvement, or do some interior design, decor, landscaping stuff, anything that comes to mind regarding your home, this is a great place to be. Our show comes to you every week with the support of our show partners, Denise Webster, mortgage broker with Dominion Lending Center's Modern Mortgage Group, J.P. Sellis, insurance advisor at Westland Insurance, the Sitka Law Group for your real estate, wills and estates, corporate and personal injury needs, and Silhouette Home Inspections with Pierre Beauvais. If you need help in your real estate world, give any of the Whole Home Show team members a call they would love to hear from you. You can always reach out to me as well, too. I love speaking with you, our CFAX listeners. Uh, if you have any questions, want to talk about the real estate market, what's happening in your neck of the woods, a house for sale down the street, something maybe that has sold in the neighborhood, I'd be happy to uh, help you out, give you information, and chat more about what's going on out there in the real estate market. Don't be shy. I love hearing from you. Reach out to me. You can find me and the rest of our whole Home Show team members by visiting the CFAX1070.com website site look under shows and there you'll find us the whole home show with me tony joe all of our contact information is there or you can always reach out to me directly give me a call i love hearing from you 250-419-7439 250-419-7439 if you were reaching for your pen and paper just now again don't worry about it just find us online you can always google me as well too uh tony joe real estate or victoria or anything like that you should be able to find me reach out, be happy to chat. Today, we're going to be having a conversation about furniture and stuff around your home. Our guests from Q Living Furniture will be Nikayla and Zach, and also the Furniture Fairy with Benjamin, Benjamin Ryder, talking about moving stuff. Is it time to downsize? Time to um, uh, maybe refurnish your home? Uh, who knows? Uh, I met these guys at the Dragon Moat Festival that happened back in August. They were nice enough to sponsor the uh, VIP tent there. And it was uh, very interesting getting to know about their business and what they do. And you're going to learn about that as well, too, coming up here on this episode. We always start our show by having a conversation about timely matters, uh, things that you, our listeners, have reached out to me and asked me about. And of course, if you have something that you'd like to talk about or you'd like us to cover, just reach out to me again. Uh, find us online or go on to the CFAX 1070 website uh, and let us know what is on your mind. One thing that has been on the mind of people recently, and this has come up a fair amount, is this whole confusion about dates. Dates, like what happens on, you know, we talk about closing date or completion date. Of course, you know, real estate has its own specific language. What does that mean? right? When do I get my keys? What is the possession date? How does that work? What happens if I'm a tenant and I've got to be out of my place? Or what happens if I got to sell to buy? How does that work? How come I get, get I cannot get possession earlier? All of that kind of stuff. It is a complication. You know, it's funny. Well, everyone's always fixated on price. You know, how much am I going to get? How much do I have to pay? In the negotiation process, obviously, price is a very important thing. Sometimes what people often forget about is dates. 
because dates need to line up too. And it's not just when the money changes hands, it's also when possession happens because again, there's often confusion around all of that. So let's just talk about it from the start. Uh, there are three dates relating to the sale of your home. Uh, the first date is what we call completion date. It is so specified in the contract of purchase and sale. What is completion date? Well, completion is the day that the sale actually transpires. And it is the passing on of the money from the buyer's lawyer to the seller's lawyer. And in return, it's when the seller's lawyer issues the title to the buyer's lawyer. So it's handover date. You give me the money, I give you the title. So that's completion date. That must always be on a business day. That can't be on a weekend or a statutory holiday. And it's because the land title office and the lawyers work only on business days. The completion date is most important to sellers because they're going to want to know when they get their money. And if they're selling their home and maybe not moving elsewhere, they want to know that the money's in the bank account or they're getting their money. Uh, on the flip side, of course, it is obviously important to the buyer as well, too, because they are sitting there saying, hey, I've given you my money. So that home is now mine because of the fact that I have received the title. So that's the first date. It's completion date, sometimes referred to as closing date when the sale closes. But again, in the contract, it says completion. Uh, the second date is possession date. Now, you might wonder, you might say, well, is not the same as completion date? Well, possession is a completely different date. And traditionally, it is 12 noon the day following completion. And I know what you might be thinking about right now. If you're the buyer, you might say, hey, hold on a second. If I'm giving them the money on May the whatever it is, 30th, how come I can't get possession to the house right away? Well, it's because nobody is able to guarantee you exactly when the completion will occur at the land title office because it depends on how busy they are. You see, you're not the only closing that is happening that particular day, any day of the calendar year on, on a business day. You're not the only sale here in Victoria. There's going to be a whole bunch and often what happens is there's a daisy chain that occurs where your sale is just one of a whole bunch that happens in a row. You are buying a house. That seller is buying another house. That seller is buying another house and so on and so on and so forth. So there's an entire daisy chain, a domino effect, if you will. And as a result, we're unable to say to you that the closing's going to happen at 8.30 in the morning or 10 o'clock or whatever. Some people will instruct their lawyers and say, can you make sure that my closing happens as early as you can? It's not up to the lawyer, folks. It's up to the queue and the length of the line at the land title office. So as a result, the best we can say, and there is a specification in the contract of purchase and sale, this is the standard contract, by the way, that was devised by our legal community and also the real estate community used uh, by our provincial association, the British Columbia Real Estate Association, and it specifies that the closing can occur all the, all the way up to the end of the business day on completion date. So that could happen at 4.29 or 4.59 p.m. It could happen the entire, so as a result, folks, at the very earliest, a possession might be able to happen 
at five o'clock or six o'clock on the completion date, but never before. Because if you were to say, I want completion on May the 30th, possession at one o'clock on May the 30th, your money may not have transferred. Your money may not have uh, changed hands. And a seller is not going to give you the keys until they know they got the money. There's a whole changeover thing. So again, traditionally, the possession date is 12 noon the next day. And that is fair, right? The third date, which I won't get into in too much detail, something called adjustments, the adjustment date. That is when, for instance, the buyer starts becoming responsible for things like property taxes, uh, strata fees, you know, what day of the month you start becoming an owner and you start paying strata fees, utilities, and a number of other things. This is an important date because especially with property, uh, your annual homeowner taxes, uh, there is an adjustment that needs to happen because not every closing happens on July the whatever it is fourth when taxes are due uh, or January the first sales happen all you know anytime throughout the year so there is an adjustment the lawyer actually does a calculation to determine how much share of taxes for the year goes to the seller and how much goes to the buyer so that's the adjustment date so three really important dates to consider they're all part of the negotiation process and the last thing I want to talk about before we take our break here is tenancy if there's a tenancy in place, that's a whole other date because tenancy agreements end 1 p.m. the last day of the month. So if you are a tenant and you're buying a home, you got to consider that you might need to be out of your rental at 1 o'clock on May the 30th. You might not have possession of your new place until 12 noon, June the 1st. You might be homeless for a day. So something to consider is maybe having a closing day halfway through the month like May the 15th, that way you have both places you can take your time to move. A lot of complications, but things that we are here to help you with. If you have any questions, always reach out to me. Happy to chat. Need to take our break right now. When we come back, we're going to be talking about furniture and moving. Back in a moment. You're listening to The Whole Home Show with Tony Joe on CFAX 1070. Thanks for coming back. You're listening to The Whole Home Show, and I'm Tony Joe. It's always a question about what to do with the stuff around your house. You know, especially when you're moving or trying to transport large pieces of furniture, you know, sure. When you're younger, it's easier to call up your buddies and get the case of beer and a pizza and, you know, get people to help out in that way. Um, but then sometimes your friends are busy or we're getting older and, you know, it's not good for your back. <laughs> right. Plus you're thinking about other things like downsizing and what to do with pieces of furniture that you don't need anymore. Well, I'm going to tell you, I, uh, I think I mentioned before on our program that I'm a member of the board of the Victoria Dragon Boat Festival. I had a chance to meet our next guest uh, and the services that they provide uh, at the last Dragon Boat Festival. I thought it was really, really interesting. And I have, of course, the materials that uh, were left at the, uh, the event right here. It's a, it's a door hanger. And the company is called Furniture Ferry, where they deliver or haul because they'll do it all. So our guest right now is Benjamin Ryder. Uh, Benjamin, thanks for joining us today. Thank you very much. It's uh, great to be here. Yeah, okay. So let's start from the beginning, Benjamin. Tell the listeners what you guys at the Furniture Ferry does. So we sort of do a, a niche where we are... If you have an item that doesn't warrant the big moving company with the big truck, that's that's us. We're coming in. We're going to move a couch. We're going to move a bed. We're going to move the 
the heavy washer or dryer. Uh, we come in one, two people as needed. And instead of having a, a four hour minimum with a five ton truck just to move a couch, uh, we're coming in with the smallest possible cube van or a small trailer, depending on uh, the footprint. Sometimes uh, we don't even need the vehicle. Uh, we'll just show up and move stuff inside someone's home because you know a lot of our clients are retired. A lot of our clients um, don't have the physical capability to move some of these things. And let's be honest, um, if you're 30 plus, um, a case of beer and a pizza does not make up for the back injury of helping your friends move something that's heavy. So, you know, we recommend uh, getting people who deal with that every day and know there's there's technique uh, involved in moving that stuff uh, to do it safely, to do it effectively, to do it efficiently. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, so that's that's basically what we do. Fantastic. Um, you know, the other thing that that uh, that is talked about here on the, the door hanger, mm -hmm. which you guys hung all over the uh, the festival site that was fantastic, yep. is uh, talking about uh, disposal of items and also donation and stuff like that. Yeah, so basically it started originally as we were just trying to address all of the furniture that we found on the street in Victoria. So okay. I, I moved here and I just was shocked at the constant stream of couches on the sidewalk <laughs> yeah. and so I had this idea um, with a trailer that I had rebuilt um, I was like hey like does anyone need help getting rid of this stuff and um, the response online was overwhelming from day one and so what ended up happening is um, through a, a constant dialogue with the ether that is the internet, um, I started forming this business. And um, what originally started as just helping people get rid of stuff um, also turned into helping people bring stuff to their home or move stuff. And uh, even the name itself was um, voted on uh, publicly. Oh, okay. Um, so, you know, originally we were South Island Furniture Disposal. And I just thought before I go ahead and make this legit, um, maybe maybe the internet can help me out. And the most popular name was Throwy McThrowaway's Furniture Fairy. And uh, I thought that was pretty funny. Um, so I, I, I thought it was a little too long. So I took the, the later end of that and we've been rolling with it ever since. And I still get clients who after a year of business um, are the first time they're meeting me and they say, hey, I've been watching you for over a year and I'm so glad I finally have a reason to call you. Um, and it's, it's weird. It's, it's, it's like weird in a very good way. I didn't think that moving furniture or getting rid of furniture would have like a, like a small celebrity status, but I'm, I am definitely experiencing that. I love it. Throwy, throwy, make throw away. Um, and, and for our listeners, furniture fairy, fairy as in like a BC fairy, F-E-R-R-Y. That is, uh, that's fantastic. Um, tell us about your clients so if somebody is listening right now how how can you help them like what's your common call what are people typically asking you to do the most common thing that we get a call for is somebody bought an item either at a store like say q living or uh off facebook marketplace and they just don't have the vehicle to get it right 
they got, so, they got a small car or they got an electric bike or something like that. Yeah. You can't, you yeah. Know. Like I've, I've met so many clients who are just doing like Evo or yeah. um, Ubers or like they don't have a permanent vehicle and the vehicles they have, have access to can in no way transport these items. And so, so that's the client. So the client will say, Hey, I've bought this thing. I need it at my home, but I also need this other one to go. Yeah. So, so that's how the whole thing has, has sort of spawned. So we will remove the old one, bring them the new one. And then depending on the quality of the one that we've removed, we either try to rehome it through a number of groups that we work with, or we just say, Hey, you know what, like this, this has reached the end of its life and it's time for this to go now. Well, I mean, there are some things that can't be recycled, right? It's hard to find homes for, you know, things like mattresses or, or uh, 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 fabric uh, uh, sofas or things like that, right? Yep. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it, the thing is, is a lot of furniture these days are designed as a one customer item. It's designed to be assembled in your apartment and it's not meant to move. <laughs> and so, you know, when you move, uh, for example, an Ikea wall unit, um, the risk of damage to those fine little pieces that keep the whole thing together is very, very high. And so, you know, you've only got maybe two or three relocations of that item before the item's just no good anymore. Right. Um, we also hey, we're, and we're, we're thinking about those darn wooden pegs. Yeah, the wooden pegs, right. um, yeah. the little metal uh, twist, the turn. Up, yeah, you know all that kind of stuff, right? And it's they're they're good products if they don't move. Yeah, and um, and for a lot of people that's fine. Um, and for other people, um, you know, if you're bouncing around from apartment to apartment, it, the longevity is not it's just not there. Yeah. Um, and so so yeah, so those those are the kind of things that we see. And uh, we also have a lot of clients who, um, you know, maybe a parent has passed or something, and they have all of these things that they need to deal with now. And so now we are bringing those items to auction, we're bringing those items to a consignment store. And some of these items are very heavy, very um antique if you will uh you know they're just a beautiful pieces that you just don't see anymore um but it, but they're not the kind of thing that you just can lift up and and move it, it takes delicate it takes a delicate set of um hands to get that to where you want to go in one piece without damaging anything or hurting anybody so as I hear you speaking here, you know, what comes to mind for me is uh, all of our listeners who might be listening right now, who aren't necessarily seniors or older, but it's the kids uh, who, you know, whose parents rely on them. Could you come on over and help me move the thing? And then the kids are like, no, I, I, I'm past that. Let's get the furniture fairy. Yeah. And, and right. I don't like, I would say our clientele are typically, um, the the university college kids who have moved no out yeah. and and are like finished school and now they're just leaving the city and if they just need to get everything out yeah. right uh that that is a a good chunk of it another chunk would be like single moms or um like individuals with like physical limitations or time limitations uh and then the other would be seniors you know typically if somebody has a truck they're not going to call us yeah. Right. The, the vast majority of people who have a truck are probably going to do the work themselves. So anyone who doesn't own that kind of vehicle or doesn't do like a, a fairly physical labor job is is much more suited to calling us uh, and having us come in. And I think the real difference between us and a lot of the options that are out there 
is we are not presenting ourselves as this big, you know, masculine, beefy moving company, right? Um, we're coming in with, uh, in some cases, quite tiny people. <laughs> um, people who uh, our customers question if we can get the job done. And uh, we do. And uh, we're smiling, we're laughing, we're joking. Um, and it's uh, the, the comments that our clientele have given us are, we are friendly, we are safe. Um, it feels like a good exchange when we come in and do our work. I love it. I love it. Well, listen, I uh, need to take a break right now. Don't go anywhere, Benjamin. Uh, we're going to be chatting with Zach in just a moment. We're going to have a conversation about what it is you guys do together. Uh, we're having a conversation with Benjamin Ryder at the Furniture Ferry. Uh, we'll be back in just a moment. Now, The Whole Home Show with Tony Joe on CFAX 1070. Hey there, everyone. Thanks for coming back. You're listening to The Whole Home Show, and I'm Tony Joe. Our show comes to you every week with the support of our show partners, Denise Webster, mortgage broker with Dominion Lending Center's Modern Mortgage Group, J.P. Sellers, insurance advisor at Westland Insurance, the Sitka Law Group for your real estate, wills and estates, corporate and personal injury needs, and Silhouette Home Inspections with Pierre Beauvais. If you need help or direction in your real estate transaction, give any of the whole home show team members a call. They would love to hear from you. We are having a conversation today about furniture and moving stuff. We had a conversation just now before the break with Benjamin Ryder at the Furniture Ferry. Uh, and now I'd like to welcome to our program, Zach Watt. Zach is with Q Living Furniture. Zach, thanks for joining us. Hey, thanks so, so much for having me. Very excited to be here. Yeah, and uh, again, of course, uh, both uh, operations were nice enough to support the Victoria Dragon Boat Festival's uh, event in the middle of August. Uh, you guys set up a really cool uh, sort of VIP area at the end of the pier. Of course, we had all of your nifty furniture, and uh, it was Benjamin and the crew that uh, ended up placing it out there. Uh, again, thanks, thanks for supporting local community stuff. Yeah, um, you know, I've always, uh, I grew up with the Dragon Boat Festival. I have some cousins that used to race in it, actually. So it was really fun to be a part of it again, um, you know, from, from this side of it. Amazing, amazing. So uh, you are the um, uh, store manager, and let's talk about your shop first. So you're located down on Bay Street, right? Yeah, so we're on Bay Street, just like a block down from government. Um, you know, it's a decent little location, uh, surprisingly big for how much, uh, you know, where, where we are. Um, but we're, we're growing as well. So I'm, I'm hoping to maybe even get a larger store in the next year or two and be able to showcase even more products than we already do. Okay. So, um, furniture and I saw some of your neat stuff, you know, yeah. that you had the outdoor stuff. Um, you know, there are, uh, people sometimes get a little confused. Where should I go? You know, what is it that people can expect when they walk into your uh, showroom? Yeah, I would say it's, um, a lot of what we do and a big part of our business is Canadian custom made stuff. Oh. So manufacturers um, like BC Sofa, Vogue Designs, uh, Van Gogh Designs, um, who are all local Canadian companies, um, locally sourced Canadian materials, uh, which is really great. Uh, and beyond that, we we have a, a little something for every everyone, I think. Uh, you know, I'd say we're, we're kind of like mid to high end uh, furniture for the most part. Um, we we really like our products. We stand behind our products. Um, but yeah, I, I, I like to think we have a little bit for everybody. Um, yep. if you 
time with us, we can find something that'll suit your space and your style. Now, Q Living Furniture is not just the uh, shop that is on Bay Street. Uh, there are other locations elsewhere as well, too, right? There are a Richmond location, which is kind of like our flagship biggest location. It was our first one. Yep. And Abbotsford as well, nice little location out there, kind of a boutique specialized um, with a few specific pieces out there. Mm-hmm. Okay. It uh, must have been an interesting time uh, during COVID and all that stuff, because the thing that people always think about is supply chain, and that's what comes up on a regular basis. I'm sure you guys had to deal with that as well, too, right? Certainly, yeah. So supply chain has been something that we've been dealing with, of course, for uh, it's been a struggle. Um, now, the advantage we have is because uh, Canadian custom wasn't a huge part of our business before COVID. It was about 30%. And I'd say we probably doubled that uh, because of the supply chain issues. So with Canadian custom, you're actually looking at, um, in a lot of cases, a faster timeline, mm-hmm. uh, higher quality product, and uh, you know very similar in pricing as well. So uh, Canadian custom because of the supply chain issues. And we were seeing like six month delays sometimes like those horror stories you hear about furniture. Mm-hmm. Uh, a lot of people have made that switch, um, which, you know, uh, works for everybody. You know, you're supporting local, you're supporting your local economy and you're getting a higher quality piece of furniture at a faster timeline and a more reliable timeline. Cause we're not relying on international shipping. So Love it. Love it. So let's talk about this, this whole custom thing. Now, if some, one of our listeners are listening right now, what does that mean? Like when we talk custom, how custom are we talking about here? It does depend a little bit on which manufacturer and which style you're looking at. So Vogue and BC sofa, it's um, you find a style you like, they have a few different pieces they offer in that style. I can go anywhere from say a 99 inch width and a 73 inch chaise up to 122 inch width and as depending on the size of the room yeah exactly so if you come in with your measurements um and you find a style that you like i can find a way to make that fit in your space Uh, now if you wanted to go really custom that's where we have van gogh they're our premium manufacturer um they do a lot more you know you can change the legs you can change the finish on the legs you can instead of having two seats you can have one seat or three seats um, you can change the dimensions of your piece to the very inch and get exactly. What? Yeah. Wow. Okay. Um, you can really do pretty much whatever you want. There's a ton of different fabrics to choose from. You get to choose the firmness of the foam in your seat as well. So um, there really is, we can find a soap for anybody. All right. And these are Canadian made and uh, Canadian uh, products being used, right? Yes. Um, the only thing that sometimes doesn't come from Canada is the fabric that has to be shipped internationally. Yeah. But yeah, okay. aside from that, everything else is Canadian materials and they're all made here in Canada. Amazing. All right. So somebody comes in and decides, okay, you know, they pick the legs, they pick the size, they pick the, uh, uh, the cloth and all that. What's the timeline? Like, what does it take? Yeah. I mean, um, Vogue and BC sofa, because there's less customization and, uh, smaller companies, we're looking six weeks. Okay ballpark um van gogh higher level of customization higher level product um still only at about 10 weeks right now oh my goodness yeah so really good timelines and very consistent timelines as well Uh okay um that's amazing and um you know it's 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 so interesting because i think i think customization of furniture is something that people don't often think about right and if they do think about it they usually think that it's gruesomely expensive Yes, um, that's a 
that's something we get a lot. People come in like, okay, so that's the price, but customize it. Well, probably the same price. Sometimes depending on what pieces you get, it's actually going to be cheaper than the, the sticker price. Right. So right. Uh, it's more has to do with the number of pieces you're ordering than the actual size of them. Cause a lot of pieces will be, you know, maybe like two seats in a chaise, the two one piece, the chaise is one piece. You're paying for the labor on the construction of the pieces, not as much for the materials, right? Yeah. So, um, so yeah, it's actually not crazy expensive. I mean, uh, a standard Vogue or BC sofa piece is going to be between 2,500 and 3,000 for a standard sectional. Mm-hmm. Um, Van Gogh sofas started about three, sectionals around four. And, you know, of course, they go up from there depending on what you want to do with them, but. Well, and this is not going to be a surprise to uh, consumers. I mean, a lot of times people are in a, you know, one of the larger uh, uh, department stores uh, here and they, you know, pass by the furniture and they have a look at the prices and and this is not out of the, out of the realm of reasonability, right? Not at all. Um, I mean, we have a lot of people come in and look at our stuff and like, oh, you know, I saw a similar piece and it was like double the price. Uh, Not uncommon at all for uh, people to be kind of surprised by our pricing and you know we do everything we can to make sure we have a competitive price point and um you know our marketing team stays on top of that so. fantastic well um before our break here uh because we're the radio so people can't see stuff obviously think about your shop on bay street right now uh when somebody walks in what are they going to see sofas uh some sofas mostly okay. sections um, there's a, there is some dining, there is a bit of patio, there's some bedroom, um, but definitely the floor is dominated by sectionals. Um, there's a few really cool, unique pieces. Like I've got this black velvet sofa. That's fantastic. Um, and then there's this piece called the Sorensen, which is like, uh, like a down filled, uh, big lounger, um, super cool for like media rooms or, you know, a less formal piece. Well, listen, we need to take our uh, last break of the day here, but we're just having a conversation with Zach Watt. He is the store manager at Q Living Furniture down on Bay Street, 589 Bay Street, Bay Street, sorry. And as a reminder, folks, I will be posting their contact information on our uh, webpage on cfax1070.com. So please visit them because they would love to help you. Uh, Hold your seat there, Zach. We're going to bring Benjamin back in as well, too. We'll be back in just a moment. This is The Whole Home Show with Tony Joe on CFAX 1070. Thanks for coming back. You're listening to The Whole Home Show, and I'm Tony Joe. Having a lot of fun today talking about furniture. We just were talking about custom-made sofas and sectionals with Zach over at Q Living Furniture. And uh, I've got to pop in and have a look at the showroom. I'm embarrassed to say I haven't yet. I know the location because my office is just across the uh, Bay Street Bridge as well, too. Um, Again, thanks for coming, Zach. Yeah, thanks for having me. I'm really excited. Here. You know, you're not the only one who hasn't been in our store. I feel a lot of people in Victoria don't necessarily know us. We're a bit new. We're kind of the new kids on the block. So we'd, we'd love to see you down in the store. Well, let's change that as of today when people are listening. Right. <laughs> uh, and of course, we also had a conversation earlier with Benjamin Ryder, uh, who runs the Furniture Ferry. Again, thanks for coming back, Benjamin. Yeah, thanks for having me. Now, you guys know each other. You connected. So what's the backstory here? Because obviously, this is complementing businesses. Makes a lot of sense that you kind of do stuff together, right? Yeah, absolutely. You know, um, there was just, uh, there was an evening where Benjamin was doing a pickup for someone who uh, knew um, Jeff, who's one of the guys who works at the store with me. And so it was a friend of Jeff's and Benjamin was doing a delivery for them. And he came in. He was really personable, um, you know, like a fun friend guy. You know, we were thinking we've already got one delivery guy, but we 
we would like to have two just so there's a bit of, uh, you know, uh, it makes things easier when one of them gets busy, but, uh, yeah, he was fun. He was friendly and we've had Jeff follow up with his friend who Benjamin did the delivery for, and she said the same thing about him. I'm like, well, okay. If that's the kind of experience that customers are having with Benjamin, that's the experience that I want my customers to have. So we kind of took it slow and started doing a bit of deliveries here and there. And we've just been growing our relationship since, and it's been really great. Right. Yeah. And I've worked with a lot of Zach's clients where I have to go in and assemble something, you know, so it's not just a delivery. Um, There's been times where I have to do a full assembly. Uh, There's been times where we have to correct something um, that may have not, uh, like it could have been replaced through a warranty, uh, but that could have taken months. Uh, and we were able to come up with solutions, um, within, you know, 24 hours. Um, and so for us, it's not just a delivery. It's, um, we're there to make sure that the client gets what they want, no matter what. Amazing. Amazing. So, you know, again, when I visualize this here, I visualize somebody going into Q living furniture, picking up, uh, whatever sectional, maybe making a custom just like what uh, Zach was talking about, gets delivered to your house via Benjamin at Furniture Ferry. Uh, Benjamin and his crew drop it off at the place where it's supposed to go. And then maybe the owner says, let's take the old sofa and put it downstairs into the rec room or something like that, right? And then that's what you guys do. Correct, Benjamin? Yep, yep. Yeah, so we'll relocate things within a house. We'll relocate things uh, perhaps to another property. A lot of our clients will have like a second property and, you know, they've upgraded their things, but now they want to bring this over to a rental or, you know, an Airbnb or something. And so we'll, we'll do that as well. Uh, or they just say, hey, you know what, this has reached the end of its life. It's time for it to go and we'll just take it out. Mm-hmm. Speaking of which, when you are taking it out, where do these things go? So if the item is usable, uh, as in, um, you know, somebody else could get use for it. Uh, we work with uh, WIN, which is Women in Need. Mm-hmm. We work with the Salvation Army Outreach Center. We work with Salvation Army Thrift Store. Um, we also, um, you know, there's recycling program, depending on the item. So like a lot of appliances get it recycled. Anything with metal gets recycled, that kind of thing. And um, yeah, basically... We just try to rehome something that can still be loved and used. And if it can't, we try to recycle it. And if that can't happen, uh, then it goes to the landfill. Mm-hmm. Well, that's fantastic. Cause you know, uh, not that long ago that the direction was just home to landfill. Right. Um, but there's many opportunities out there for people who, uh, you know, could, could use it. Right. Yeah. And, and as I think especially in Victoria, where um, there is a lot of housing issues and um, income issues for a lot of people, uh, having a piece of furniture that is a good piece of furniture that they might not be able to have access to otherwise, unless it gets donated, um, it, it really helps people out, right? I mean, your home is important. Um, and so, I've been in situations where we've shown up and we've completely furnished an entire apartment for a refugee or someone who just got out of a a rehab program or just like just these situations where uh, the client is in tears uh, because, you know, their life's getting back on track. And it's it's all because things were donated uh, and we were able to help them out, you know. it's it's a it feels good to do the work that we do um whether you're getting something as a donation program or maybe you just want to see it get rehomed 
Fantastic, fantastic. Okay, and again, I'm looking at your I'm looking at your uh, your door hanger here. You talk about disposals, deliveries, providing the labor. You mentioned earlier, um, you know, you might not even need the truck. Sometimes people just need to relocate something from one part of the house to another. Yeah, so like a good example, really good example of that uh, would be an appliance. So yep. like um, we've had to move, say, a washer from upstairs to downstairs and like through like two flights of stairs, which is uh, washers are very heavy appliances. Uh, and to navigate those down narrow hallways and stairs does take a little bit of skill. And uh, a lot of the time, that's something that most people aren't interested or aren't able to do. And so we've been asked before to do that. We've moved big bookshelves, Murphy beds. There's another one that you don't think about a lot. Uh, Murphy bed takes a lot of technique to get through uh, a house. And so, yeah, so it's not always necessarily moving it from a house to a house. It's, it could just be moving within the house. Mm -hmm. Fantastic. Fantastic. So there's someone to call. So here we go, folks, Benjamin at uh, furniture Ferry. And the website is furniture fairy, F E R R Y. Dot com, uh, or again, I'll put their contact information on the CFAX uh, website. Very handy service because you know what? I've thought about all these times that we've got to move things, and you know, hey, I'm, I'm, uh, I'm not advanced in age, but I'm not young either. And the one thing that I do know, when you talked about moving furniture uh, within a house, we have seen so many times in our day-to-day -day dealings, you know, when helping people, when they're selling their house or, or getting ready to sell, the banged up walls or the corners because of the fact that people didn't, they tried, but they didn't know how. There's this, especially with the sectionals that Zach is talking about, you got to round a corner and, you know, there's some geometry that's involved there, right? Yeah, yeah, no. And, and the thing is, especially in a city like Victoria, uh, where you have older houses that were designed without modern dimensions. <laughs> yes. So um, you're talking about those house, 50s bungalows with an arrow. Yeah, or even older. I've been into like 1900s homes where like they do not have a standard door. And so yeah. getting standard furniture through a standard door is uh, you have to get creative. Yeah. Um, sometimes you have to go around the entire house and through the back and up some stairs where because it won't fit through the front door or because the hallway at the front's too narrow right like there have been times where uh you really scratch your head and go how's this gonna work um very few times have we hit a point where we just say hey the item's not getting in here uh, <laughs> okay you know you tried yeah and yeah. i think like that has happened i think twice this year um, in both of those cases, I think it was the client just not being aware of the dimensions of what they purchased versus the dimensions of the building that they live in. Um, but the vast majority of stuff we can get in, even if we have to disassemble and reassemble, or if we have to take railings off or remove doors or whatever it happens to be, right? Sometimes, again, it gets pretty technical. Fantastic, fantastic. Uh, Zach, um, just getting back to you with uh, with furniture and uh, and whatnot. Um, you know, this is an ever changing thing as far as styles and decor and all that kind of stuff. Um, I feel that sometimes people don't really have an idea themselves of what it is they're looking for. But I'm guessing that you guys have help at your shop, right? Uh, that's correct. Yeah. So a lot of times people come in, we uh, recently hired uh, a design consultant who works in store. Um, she can do on-site visits. There's no charge for it. So uh, if people need and figuring out what they want to do, uh, Ocean is fantastic at doing all that kind of stuff. Um, she'll do a floor plans and, you know, plan your entire space for you. So that's uh, one of the beauties of 
you know, working with custom furniture is we can really help you find exactly what's going to go and maybe come up with some ideas that you didn't even think of in the first place. Um, that were really beneficial. Fantastic. Fantastic. How big is your, your shop, by the way, you know how big it is? Oh, that's a great question. I'm terrible at square footage. Uh, <laughs> okay. But there, anyways, there's a, there's a lot of stuff there. There's a lot of stuff there. I'd say probably about 18 sectionals, uh, just in the room. Um, it, sofas built in there. And then of course you got, uh, twice as much space in the back for bedroom and patio and dining and a few other things. So. Well, I know there's a lot of patio stuff at the Dragon Ball Festival uh, VIP uh, tent there. So, you know, there was there was that, right? Yeah, um, yeah, definitely. So, I mean, it is the end of patio season. So we've got, uh, we've actually got great deals on our patio stuff. We're clearing it all out. Uh, but yeah, some of the, the patio stuff we carry is fantastic. A lot of people don't know about it. Uh, we use some umbrella fabric. So durable. Um, you know, you can power wash it, you can clean it with bleach, uh, which <laughs> those ones out. So if they get stained or damaged, it's easy to, uh, fix, but, uh, pieces of furniture. Fantastic. Okay. Well, and that's a reminder to our listeners there, uh, folks, we're recording this right now, sort of mid September. Uh, and if you're listening about now, uh, you might want to start thinking about popping down to Q living and, uh, uh, maybe jumping on this opportunity of some uh, items in the uh, patio furniture department. What better time than now? Right. Absolutely. Yeah. Great deals going on. Yeah. Fantastic. Fantastic. Um, so uh, again, getting back to the furniture fairy here, you, you know, I got to say, Benjamin, your, your services to me uh, sound great because as you said, from the outset, uh, there are large moving companies who specialize in moving a complete home. And it's a question of, you know, uh, scheduling and all that kind of stuff. Um, and then uh, there's uh, guys like you guys who can do the smaller jobs and can offer a ton of services. I mean, again, on the brochure, I see you you do packing, uh, site cleanup and organization, um, uh, garage and storage cleanouts. Yeah. So, oh my goodness, cleanouts. So, like, we've had clients who had a garage sale, and the other garage sale call us and just take everything. Yeah. Right. So it's like they've tried to, to do what they can with it and it's all ready to go. And now they just need us to just get rid of it. I've had people call us out and they just said, I want the garage empty, everything in the garage, just go. Yeah. Right. Um, we've done multi-day cleanouts. Uh, like we're talking like six trailers worth of pulling material. Um, sometimes that material is just rubbish. So other times that's just material that gets rehomed. It really depends. Um yeah, I, we, we market ourselves. I, I tend not to say that we're a moving company because a, a moving company implies that, you know, if you've got a five bedroom house, you can call us and we'll move it. And our business just doesn't have that ability. Mm-hmm. Um, but we, we say that we're a delivery service and we will deliver large items to you. Um, and that really seems to touch uh, the particular kind of client that would call us and whether you need us to deliver those items to the landfill, to a, a donation center, to a factory or vice versa. Um, that, that concept of a delivery service is really um, encompasses everything that we do as well as the labor that goes with that. 
Fantastic. Well, listen, both of you, thanks for joining. Again, we had Zach Watt. He is the store manager at Q Living Furniture down on Bay Street, qlivingfurniture.com. And also uh, Benjamin Ryder from The Furniture Fairy, furniturefairy.com. Uh, please, folks, if you have the need for their services and their products, reach out to them. They would love to hear from them. Make sure you tell them that you heard about them on CFAX. Uh, Zach and Benjamin, thanks for joining us today. Thank you very much. All right. And to our listeners, we'll be here for you this time next week.